Hi listeners, welcome back to World History Podcast. I'm your host, Sofia Torbiarte, and today we are going to be looking at the age of absolutism. Yay! Yay! But before we get ahead of ourselves, I just want to give a thanks to our sponsors, Geico. I can't believe it. That we just hit the mother load of soft serve ice cream. I got cones, anybody wants one? I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. We struck sprinkles! Believe it. Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Before we begin, here are some five vocab words that will be very important to know before we start our podcast. Number one, an absolute monarch. An absolute monarch is a ruler with complete authority over the government and the lives of people. Number two, divine right, is the belief that all authority came directly from God. Number three, an armada. An armada is a fleet of warships. Number four, reformation, the act of or process of forming an institution or practice. Last but not least, Inquisition, the period of investigation. Today, we're going to be using a time machine to go back to 1516. Here we go! We have landed. It's 1516. The sun was shining and the trumpets were blowing, for Charles was being crowned king. Now, here's some background information. In 1516, Ferdinand and Isabella's grandson, Charles I, became king of Spain and was also ruler of Spanish colonies in the Americas. When Charles I's grandfather died, he inherited Habsburg Empire and became Charles V. He ruled two empires, which included constant warfare. During this time, Charles faced the Muslim Ottoman Empire. During this time of warfare, the Ottomans got much of Hungary after a victory at the Battle of the Motrax, after which they challenged Spanish power in the Mediterranean. Habsburg's empire proved to be scattered and unable to be led by a single person. Exhausted, Charles V gave up his title and entered the monastery in 1556. He divided the empire, giving his brother Habsburg, Spain, Netherlands, southern Italian states, and Spain's overseas empire to Philip II. During Philip II's 42-year reign, Philip expanded Spanish influence, strengthened the Catholic Church, and made his power absolute. Thanks to the silver from Spanish colonies in the Americas, he made Spain the foremost power in Europe. The great undertaking of Philip's life was to defend the Catholic Reformation and to turn back the rising Protestant tide in Europe, enforcing religious unity. Philip fought many wars as he attempted to defend the Spanish Catholic power. This demonstrated Spain's power during this time period. While Philip II was trying to defend Spanish Catholic power, he started much warfare that continued for decades until 1581 
when northern, largely Protestant provinces declared independence from Spain and became known as the Dutch Duten Netherlands, the southern, mostly Catholic provinces of the Netherlands remained part of the Spanish Empire. Philip was very strategic and married the Tudor of England and became the King of England, but the wife died four years after. Queen Elizabeth was the biggest enemy of Philip II. She supported the Dutch and encouraged the pandering of Spanish treasure ships. To stop this, Philip II prepared an armada in 1588. The Spanish ships sailed 113 ships with 20,000 men and 2,400 pieces of artillery to England. But Philip's plans didn't go as planned, for the English had been ready for them and outnumbered them due to their light ships that could sail fast. So the Spain returned home in defeat. After defeat, Spanish power declined drastically. Philip died and his successors were not fit to rule. For the economy, problems arose and the kingdom fell apart. In all, Philip II was hardworking and devoted to his people and government. And there you have it. That wraps up another episode in World History Podcast. Thank you, and come back next time for another episode.